I'm Pete Seligman. Welcome to Season 3 of my podcast, The Next Step. This year, the Australian ETA and Search Fund community is looking forward to its first big event for the region. The ETA Forum will be held at the Manly Pacific Hotel on Manly Beach in Sydney on Friday the 16th of September. In the lead up to the event, I'll be interviewing the speakers and moderators to give you some insight into the experience, capability and knowledge that will be on offer when we all come together for the first time. Please stay tuned as we count down the days and be sure to yell out if you have any questions or comments to offer so we can make the ETA Forum a great event for all involved. Now let's jump into this episode of The Next Step. If you're a searcher out there and you're listening to this and you're going to be at the panel, I'd love to impress on you and show you just some real world examples of that. And that's something that's very important to me, very close to my heart. And it's certainly helping me with my own growth journey through this evolution. In this episode, I speak to Luke Taylor, the founder of Acheron Capital, which is New Zealand's first traditional search fund. It's a great opportunity to catch up with Luke more generally and hear a bit about his backstory, but also, as with all of the episodes in this season of the podcast, I'm asking him about the session that he's going to be running at the ETA Forum on the 16th of September later this year. He's going to be hosting a panel of search fund investors, and he's going to hone in on the role of the investor in a search fund, which has its own unique attributes, which he'll describe in this episode as we go through. So it's a great opportunity to catch up with Luke, great opportunity to hear what he's going to be dragging out of these investors that he has on the panel and how he's going to use their experience and their insight to provide an overview of that unique and critical role of an investor in a search fund. I hope you enjoy it. Morning, Luke. Thanks very much for giving us your time today. And actually, it's not morning any longer for you because uh, you're over the ditch. Yeah, that's, so, that's right. So thanks for giving us some time in your afternoon. You know, as I've sort of discussed with you, I'm really keen to catch up with each of the speakers as we head into the ETA Forum later this year, just so that everyone gets a sense of who's going to be there, who's going to be speaking, but also some insights into what each of those sessions might be about. So it's great to have an opportunity to chat to you today. To kick things off, maybe you could just give us a bit of a background on yourself and how you came to search, particularly given that you're the first searcher to have a crack at that in New Zealand. Yeah, thanks, Pete. Awesome to be here. So thanks very much for having me all the way from from Christchurch in in New Zealand. And as you mentioned, I'm the first uh, traditional search fund operator in in New Zealand, um, having raised the fund uh, earlier this year um, and and now about uh, two and a half ish months at the time of recording um, into uh, the, the actual search journey itself. So, I mean, look, my um, journey into search really, um, you know, without uh, sort of pumping you up too much, actually came through came through <laughs> you. So, um, you know, we we had a, a, a meeting and, and we met sort of virtually, I guess, at the very beginning of, of lockdown when when you were in New Zealand um, and our paths sort of crossed and, and, and you introduced me to the, the concept of search. I was actually in the process of thinking about uh, buying a small business myself um, and was sort of going through the, that, that journey, um, but hadn't heard of the search uh, model, uh, like, like a lot of people in, in New Zealand. Um, so, you know, with the benefit of being uh, locked in my house for several weeks, um, embarked on a bit of research. Um, and then, you know, long story short, over the course of, um, of that year, which was uh, 2020, um, you know, listened to a lot of podcasts, read, read a lot online uh, and did a bunch of research on search funds and, and really found that the model um, it resonated with me. Um, and, and I think having talked to a lot of searchers, that there's just something about it that clicks for different people and, and it clicked for me. So um, so I set about um, the journey of, of raising New Zealand's first traditional search fund. 
Yeah, fantastic. And it's interesting that you say that because there is usually that research process, right? Everyone hears about it. It sounds good. And then they need to do a bit of thinking, a bit of research, a bit of, you know, chatting to friends and family, understanding what their dynamic might be. And then it, it gets to a point where suddenly you're like, actually, this is going to work. And, and this is something I want to have a crack at. Um, interesting, though, in a new market, because um, obviously that's something that's quite unique. There's only a handful of searches that have been the first in their market. Um, how did you find that experience of, um, you know, taking something that, you know, offshore is so well known um, and so popular, yet in New Zealand is something that's very new? Um, how did those discussions go early on? Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's, it's a pretty well-trodden path as an entrepreneur to import ideas into a market that, that hasn't seen it. And then that's a very established um, methodology for uh, for starting something. Um, I think that the difficult part of that journey is that I had no, uh, or you have no case studies that you can that you can point to or you can tangibly, you know, see and touch um, that, that show you what success can look like. So in the New Zealand market, the biggest hurdle or the, or the greatest headwind that I found was just this lack of awareness of what search was, um, a lack of resource on um, search as a, as a topic, uh, no university level courses, any of that sort of stuff. So, and, and no people that I can just go grab a beer with or a coffee with and just say, hey, look, how was your journey? Um, but the the, real, the flip side of that was that over the ditch in Australia, as we, as we know, there's a really uh, well-established and growing search fund ecosystem. So I was very lucky to be introduced at quite an early stage into that uh, team of people and had the ability to uh, spend many hours on uh, video calls and, and phone calls and over email with, with searchers and with investors, um, which, which was a really valuable way of getting over that hump or, that, or that, the dip that Seth Godin talks about, about getting through that decision point where you're ready to uh, take on the risk, um, leave your job and and raise a fund. And so, you know, pluses and minuses, obviously no, uh, no tangible example here in country, um, but very lucky that uh, not too far away, one time zone away was, was a group of people that have been very generous with their time, which was hugely influential for me. It's, it's interesting. A lot of the comments that people make around search fund communities, wherever they are globally, is that um, collaborative approach. Like there's a real openness to welcoming new people into the fold. Um, and it's something that I've always been interested in because it's it's definitely a characteristic that exists in the US and the way that they operate in that market over there. But somehow it's managed to make its way to every new market that's opened up. Um, so every even if you speak to searchers or investors or advisors in that ecosystem anywhere, South America, Europe, um, you know, Africa, North America, New Zealand, Australia, all have that same character to the community. Um, so it's great that you're able to tap into that. And, and are you feeling as though with those people, whether it be advisors or investors, or even, you know, the, the inklings of those other entrepreneurs in New Zealand that might have a go to be number two, um, are you feeling that the New Zealand community will have that same characteristic? Look, I really hope so. Um, and all evidence is pointing in that direction and, and I'm uh, doing my best to to facilitate that um, and trying to pay forward uh, the the investment and time that people um, made in me uh, getting getting my search uh, fund raised. Um, and so I'm, I'm very much available and, and willing and, and really love talking about search. I think you get a number of people in, in, in the environment or the ecosystem that become uh, sort of search fund geeks or evangelists. And, uh, and I'm definitely one of those. Um, I love it and I love talking about it. And 
Um, so I have uh, noticed that there's been more and more people have contacted me either through LinkedIn or just directly and and, and said, look, you know, I'm thinking about search or I'd love to know more or what are you up to? And and I'm more than happy to to give um, as much of my time as necessary to, to help people on that decision for themselves. Yeah, fantastic. And and one of the important groups of people, I mean, a lot of what you've been speaking about there is, is, has been investors to a point, but definitely the your your searcher colleagues, so to speak, in that community. But another important group that kind of helps um, searches through their journey is the investor group. And and you've kindly offered to moderate a panel um, at the forum in September that's focusing on exactly that topic, right? So we've managed to secure um, three investors to sit on a panel and be hammered by through questions from you um, as a searcher, sort of asking them, their perspective on the role of the investor um, in a search fund. And that role is quite unique. I mean, investors in lots of other asset classes have a certain role to play, um, but there are some unique attributes to the role of an investor in a search vehicle uh, for the whole life of that vehicle. Um, What's what's your perspective um, on, given the experience you've had so far, on, on the important attributes of the role of an investor in search? Yeah, I think it's um, it's definitely something that, that shouldn't be underrated, uh, whether you're an investor or whether you're a searcher or a prospective searcher. Um, my experience um, of working with my investors um, and, and the other people that are in the uh, in the space, be they um, investors that aren't involved in, in my fund or, or other searchers, has been uh, really collaborative um, and it's been a, a huge force enabler for, for me in, in my journey. Um, so I think the one of the most beneficial parts of the search journey is this team that you, you build around you um, of supporters, advisors, investors um, who are motivated um, and involved and have a little bit of skin in your success. Um, and so that manifests itself um, either through mentorship or advice or um, actual tangible um, outcomes like assistance with financial modelling or deal sourcing. Um, and down down the road, I would imagine that uh, sort of changes as the seasons of the search change itself. So early on for me, the support came in the form of uh, introductions and warm introductions to other investors who might uh, consider investing in my fund, which is which is great. If you can get that handshake between investors, then that, that obviously speeds up the fundraising journey. Um, now in the search, it's come in the form of introduction to intermediaries, um, a little bit of help with deal sourcing, and mostly in the financial modelling space. Um, and the way that I've structured my cap table is so that there is support for me downstream as well in the operation of the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I like that you refer to the fact that you're kind of structuring your cap table. I, I always talk to um, searchers about making sure they curate their investor group. You know, you don't just take money from anywhere. You try and you should be in a position where you can try and make sure you've got a good mix of um, advice and mentorship on, on that register. And, and as you say, the advice at the point that you're at now might be very different to what you're needing in three years' time. Um, and so making sure you've got a good mix there, um, I think, will be really interesting. Um, so one of, I mean, uh, uh, we're very lucky to have um, Steve Ressler um, joining us um, from the States. Um, fingers crossed nothing crazy happens with borders between now and then. You know, given the last couple of years, anything's possible. But um, we're, we're lucky enough to have him come and join us. Um, what's your view on what he might be able to um, bring to the panel? Yeah, hugely lucky to have Steve uh, wing his way down to, to Sydney to, to be with us. Um, Steve, uh 
is a very experienced investor um, and ex-entrepreneur, exhibit, multi-exhibit entrepreneur himself, um, a SaaS guru um, and, and very well known in the search community. Um, so to have Steve and the benefit of Steve's uh, international experience as an investor um, will be great for us. And, and, and you know, personally, it's the first time that I will have met uh, a lot of my investors face-to-face. Mm. So I think there's a little bit of novelty uh, in, in that. So very much looking forward to uh, to catching up with Stephen. And he brings um, a, a great depth and, and a range of experience in investing in different models, uh, different countries, um, and, and in different industries as well. So, um, you know, what, what Steve doesn't know about search isn't worth knowing, I think. So, um, very looking forward to having him on the panel um, and to give us some of the uh, experience that he's had um, uh, with with his searches. And he's uh, got searches that are right at the very beginning of the journey, like myself, through to uh, people who are well into the operation of their business as well. So um, a real breadth of, um, you know, of a view on that search fund uh, life cycle. And, and also, I think the interesting thing that he'll bring is he would have had a, an interesting spectrum of involvement as an investor. So to kind of really hone in on what is the role of an investor for search he'll have a whole bunch of different angles to, to bring that, um, which I yeah, think is right. quite interesting. And and two other guys that, that obviously um, you know quite well um, in, in Doug and Jake, um, who are also going to join you up there. Um, so and, and both of whom are, are, are Aussie guys that are keen on backing search. Um, so do you want to just give us a bit on each of those guys and, and what you think they might be able to bring to the table as well? Yeah, sure. We've got three very different um, approaches to, um, to to this topic, which I think is great. So we've got Steve, who is an entrepreneur now, an investor. Um, we've got Jake, who's a professional investor from uh, Dorado Capital, um, and brings a real, um, you know, great background in investment um, deal sourcing. Um, you know how to evaluate a great deal, and then how that uh, you know sort of side of venture slash property slash search investing looks like. Um, so very very looking forward to having uh, Jake join with us, and we've got Doug Cook as well, who. Um, and it's worth sort of mentioning that, um, you know, there's sort of three different approaches. Doug, Doug is an operator. He comes from a CFO background. He's now an investor. Um, and one of the reasons why, um, you know, I, I'm enjoying working with Doug is he brings a, a, an operational view to the investment question. Um, and I think it's really great to be able to attack an investment from, from different angles and different viewpoints. I, I'm an operator. I come from a general management perspective. Um, so having the, the viewpoint of investors on my cap table and how they analyze a deal is, is very important to me. But having the viewpoint of someone like Doug as well is also important to me because it gives me a window into what life will be like for you know 90% of the journey, which is the running and the growth of, of an SME. So um, I think having the, the little bits of insight um, and advice that you get from different angles on a problem um, gives you a, a much rounded, holistic view uh, of of your deals. Um, so we're going to approach the panel very much in the same way. We're going to look at these, you know, the advice question and the support question from, from the benefit of three different backgrounds, three different industries, uh, and three guys who bring a wealth of experience to search. Yeah. And the, the thing that I like about what we've managed to do with, with that composition is that they that, that the four of you um, um know each other and and have done some work together and have been involved in conversations on on real opportunities. And so it means that they could, yeah, can be a bit of depth to that conversation as you bring it. Yeah, very much so. And I think also to use, um, you know, my experience is, is a bit of a, a proxy or a metaphor for uh, what that support can look like. We can talk about um, how these guys are actually uh, tangibly supporting me in my journey. Um, and, and I love to be fully transparent and open about that. There are definitely areas uh, that I acknowledge I'm not 
strong in um, and other areas where I do think I have strength. So to be able to really tap into my investor network and my advisor network to get um, uh, some help on the areas that I need help is is one of the things that I think searches um, are massively benefited by in this journey. You're not, you're not doing it by yourself. Um, and if you can bolster up some of those areas where you don't have a natural strength with people who do, uh, only good things come from that. And so, so two, two perspectives that I'm interested in kind of from an audience point of view when it comes to this session uh, on that day, that there, there are kind of three main audiences that we'll have there. We'll have potential searches, either existing or potential, we'll have invest, investors and we'll have advisors. When, when it comes to the searcher lens and the investor lens to this particular topic area, um, what do you anticipate being the kinds of takeaways that a searcher might be able to get um, from listening in on this panel? I think um, one of the, the key things I'd like to impress on potential searchers is that the the journey is a, is a, is a growth journey for, for you as a searcher. It's still very much a growth journey for me every day. I'm learning uh, new things, which is which I really enjoy. So it's, uh, it's not... Um, it's not an exercise where you're by yourself, where you have to feel that pressure of, um, you know, raising a fund, finding a deal, and then operating in a bubble where you, you know we wear that burden. Um, there's a group of people who are very much motivated to support you in that, and the investors that search attract um, very much are hands-on investors um, who like to give advice and, and like to sort of give back um, and, and mentor um, a searcher through their journey. So if you're a searcher out there and you're listening to this and you're going to be at the panel, I'd love to impress on you and show you just some real world examples of that. And that's something that's very important to me, very close to my heart. And it's certainly helping me with my own growth journey through this evolution. Yeah, fantastic. And then and then the other side of that equation is the investors that will be there listening. And obviously, a range of those investors will already be active in the market and have investments with searchers. But I'm also hoping that we can bring a bunch of new investors to, to the session um, and to the forum on that day to kind of help them understand what the opportunity for investment looks like. Um, what do you anticipate the kind of key kind of takeaways for those people might be? Yeah, I'd like to um, to show investors uh, the the sort of you know what the journey looks like from a searcher's perspective and, and where they can add value um, other than just capital to the equation because this is a um, an investment which is capital plus and um, it, it's something that uh, attracts people who want to have um, an advisory. Um, mentorship uh, role in, in an SME uh, to work alongside a searcher um, who's motivated and enthusiastic and, and really driven uh, for success and, and to be quite collaborative uh, in that approach. So there, there's, a, there's a real opportunity if you're an investor and considering funding search to work alongside somebody um, to give them the benefit of your knowledge, be that uh, investment, be that operational or, or industry specific, um, and, and to, to yield an outcome which is greater than what you could do um, either by yourself or the search could do by themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of the things that, that always continues to attract me to search as an investor is the fact that it's much more than just the money you put in. It's a lot about the the experience of being alongside the searcher for that journey, but also alongside my co-investors. You know, I, I as an investor, really enjoy being involved with a searcher that's got a range of other investors who are bringing their own perspective. So sometimes I'll be on a call with a searcher and they'll be talking about a particular challenge that they've got. 
and they'll say, so what's your perspective on this? And I'll, I'll give my feedback. And then they'll say, oh, that's interesting because I had this alternate view from one of my other investors. And that for me is a learning process. Um, so I think that that's, um, that's a really unique part of this process that I think is, is interesting for new investors to, to the asset class to, to learn about. So. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm uh, talking uh, with New Zealand investors still quite regularly about um, what their involvement in, in search and, and the Australasian ecosystem might look like. And I think that I can't impress enough um, the, the tangible nature of, of the investment. It's, um, you know, the, again, the opportunity to work with a high performing uh, searcher or, or, or principal um, and, and future owner of a business. Um, and to, to uh, almost, um, well, in the military, I'm, I come from the military background, so we used to call it force enable, enablement. So it's mm. the sort of one plus one equals three type um, scenario that we're looking for. And, you know, when you overlay, um, you know, an enthusiastic and high-performing principal onto an SME, and then you pair that up with a group of investors who um, have industry knowledge and, and have expertise and or, or specific domain knowledge, then uh, the outcome for that investment is always going to be turbocharged as a result. Mm, absolutely. No, that's fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it, and I think that particular session is going to be really interesting. Um, hopefully, you um, ask them some curly questions to really... <laughs> <laughs> to really get the best out of it. And I'm sure you will. Um, so thanks very much for your time today, Luke. It was excellent to have a chat and I'm really looking forward to seeing you in September for the conference when you get over. Yeah, likewise, Pete. It would be great to meet and to catch up with everybody and to have a beer and do the face-to-face thing after so many years. So looking forward to September and can't wait to host the panel. So thank you. Fantastic. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Next Step. I hope you enjoyed it. If you're joining us at the 2022 ETA Forum in Manly, I look forward to seeing you there. If you haven't already bought a ticket and this episode lit the spark, please head to etaforum.com.au to book your place and we'll see you in September.